podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the AVFC Stato Preview Show. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by the AVFC Stato from Twitter. It's Dale back from his holidays. Dale, how are you? Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. I had a good time in Florida. A lovely warm weather. Now I'm back to this snow fest. Yeah, it does feel like we're doing a Christmas show here because the weather is an absolute disgrace for March. If this show, of course, is sponsored by Luke Roper. So if you want to get 20% off everything they have to offer, the code is TVV20. Adam's producing. We've already gone live to absolutely nobody before we've come on. So Dale and I may feel like we're repeating ourselves a little bit because it feels like we've done half a show. But we've come here to do it again with an audience this time. Yes, Adam is still a world-class producer. Dale, I will say that since you've been away, I've done this show twice on my own, which I've not particularly enjoyed. But what I have enjoyed is the fact that Villa have won twice while you've been away. So now you're back. I'm slightly concerned we may revert to type. Well, like you said, we've done this show already uh, to nobody. And during that time, I did check and we beat Southampton 1-0. That's the only win since we've been doing this? I think so. Yeah, but we played Man City and Arsenal as well. Come on. Yeah, true. It's difficult. Back to winning ways. As I say, I didn't particularly enjoy doing this on my own. So I am glad to have you back, although I'm sure you're not glad to be back at all. Now, this is going to be a nice surprise for me because Dale sent the stuff over yesterday. And I've got to be honest, I haven't had a look at it at all. So I've got no idea what's about to come up. As always, we've got two stats for Aston Villa, two for West Ham, and then a peak Villa at the end. So this is the first one. Aston Villa have won their last two Premier League games, beating Everton 2-0 and Crystal Palace 1-0. The last one three in a row in March 2022, all those years ago, it feels, keeping a clean sheet in each game in that run to Dale with two clean sheets so far. So plausible that we could do it again. Of course, Steven Gerrard was the manager last time Villa went on that three-game run. feels unimaginable that Villa would have gone on a three-game run under Steven Gerrard and keep three clean sheets. Can you talk us through those games? Can you remember them? Have you got them in front of you? Of course. Because I've got Yeah. Yeah, so in that run in March 2022, we'd be... Uh, so we we beat Brighton two nil, yep, away from home. Leeds we beat Southampton four nil at home, and then we beat Leeds three nil away. And from what I can remember from those games, Coutinho was like was starting to hit his stride then. And then the Leeds game was the Callum Chambers goal that everyone will oh. remember. What a goal! I mean, we might say Callum Chambers in in midfield. Emery hasn't had his press conference yet, so Villa have got midfield worries. Hoping Leander Dendonka will will be back to replace the injured Bubakar Kamara. But the good news is, I guess that Villa like winning three games in a row in in March, February, March time. So if that could repeat itself, that would be very handy, wouldn't it? Yeah, our record in March for the last sort of uh, like four seasons has been terrible, but this but it's been like sort of split with these three uh, these two runs. So. Hopefully we can keep it going because it'd be nice to beat West Ham because we don't do that very often. Did we always have a bad march under Martin O'Neill? Have I imagined that? I feel like that. That always. Yeah, Martin O'Neill, Dean Smith, and Stephen Gerrard, apart from that three-game run. Yeah, yeah, we lost two, I think, as well. Under Gerrard in March as well. So, yeah, March is a bit of a bogey month. 
yeah, we tended to lose in a row and then win in a row under Steven Gerrard yeah. last season and then just win absolutely nothing this time around this season. Let's have a look at the second Villa stat then. Again, I've got no idea what's coming. Aston Villa have won their last four Premier League games, played at two o'clock on a Sunday. Excellent news. Was, one of the, was Spurs away two o'clock on a, on a Sunday? Was that New Year's Day? Was that a Sunday? It was, one? yeah. So I was clutching at straws here because there's not many positive Villa stats that I could have pulled out the bag okay. for, uh, for West Ham. But yeah, uh, so Villa have earned uh, four wins in the last four games. Uh, being Brightford, Brightford, God, as uh, so being Brentford um, under Aaron Danks, and then Man United, Brighton, and Spurs um, all this time on a Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. But then previously before that, we'd gone 11 games without a win at this time on a Sunday, drawing two and losing nine. So I think Aaron Danks and Unai Emery have broken the curse. Well, I was going to say, you, I associate Villa with not being very good on television normally, but actually some of those games weren't on weren't on TV, were they? The, the Brighton, was the Brighton one? No, the Brighton one would have been on TV. There was, Brentford one definitely wasn't on TV. I, yeah. I can't remember. I don't know why that was at two, two o'clock on a Sunday. Brentford must have had a Thursday Premier, Premier League game. So, you know, we broke that curse. A lot of curses been broken since we've been doing the show, it feels. But yeah, that, that that's yeah. a good one, you know, four in a row. Can we do it again on Sunday against West Ham? Somewhere we didn't really enjoy going last season. I remember that being a, a tough day at, at the office villa. Complained okay in the first half and then just somehow contriving to just lose the game from nowhere. I think it was 2-1 in the end. So it's not... Is that, have we won there yet? Because we've, we've, we've had some bad... I think we've drawn once. We drew the season we stayed up, didn't we? Jack really scored on the last day. And then spoiler lost... alert for the next uh, next one coming. Say again? It's a spoiler alert for the next one oh, coming. So this is what happens when you don't do your prep. You don't know what's coming. Come on then, Adam. Let's put the next one up before I give it away. Mm-hmm. So the West Ham then. The West Ham ones we're going to look at here. After losing their last three home league games of 2022, West Ham are unbeaten at the London Stadium in 2023, winning two and drawing one. And one of those wins involved Danny Ying scoring a couple of goals. How do you feel about Villa going up against him? It does feel written in the stars that he'll score against us, doesn't it? It does. And you're spoiling the next one. But... Oh, God, I'm absolutely <laughs> killing this show here. Oh, no, lesson learned here. You've got to read the stuff before you come on. But, yeah, uh, they've, they've yeah, stabilised, haven't they, in, in, in 2023? A little bit uh, at home, but they're still down yeah. in the mire. They're still in big trouble. And, actually, I think if you're looking quiet in the crowd in the first 20 minutes, it could be a difficult place for West Ham to play, a little bit like Everton the, the other week. I think if Villa can not concede early, if Villa could just go ahead, actually, I think they'll win the game because I think West Ham are in big, big trouble at the moment. They're in the mire, but it's not been an easy place for Villa to go over the years. No, so West Ham uh, were pretty poor pre-New uh, Year, but then they've only conceded one goal at home in 2023 and they've scored seven. Uh, so they beat Everton 2-0 in January. They drew with Chelsea one all in February and most recently put four past Nottingham Forest, with Danny Ings scoring twice. Um, so they're starting to hit their stride at home at least. Uh, the home form is actually pretty good. Uh, if you look at the teams they've lost to, it's the teams you would think they would lose to at home. Okay. But why they've really struggled this season, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've been to Upton Park a few, a few times and come and come away from it and Villa, Villa haven't won as well. It's not unusual for me to go to an away game and, and Villa not to win, but Upton yeah. Park and the Olympic Stadium massively happy hunting grounds for, for, for Villa over the years. So hopefully they can put that right on Sunday. What have we got next, producer Adam? Could be another intro, could be anything. No, it's the <laughs> the right slide. 
Only against Everton has Danny Ings scored more Premier League goals against than former side Aston Villa. Meanwhile, Pablo Fornals has scored in his last three Premier League appearances against Aston Villa. I've got to admit, I don't remember that from Pablo Fornals. I remember Jesse Lingard scoring a couple of goals at Villa Park. A very little memory of Fornals scoring against Villa, so hopefully you're going to enlighten me. Yeah, so the first one, Danny Ings, actually stole this one from Greg, but Greg tweeted it. Uh, Danny Ings could become the first Villa player uh, to score four and against them in a single Premier League season on Sunday. Um, And he scored against Aston Villa twice for Burnley and three times for Southampton. He didn't for Liverpool. And then on Pablo Fornals, um, he's another player that has scored more Premier League goals against Villa than he has against any other team, which is... which. Which sort of seems like a weekly thing now, you know. The recurring thing, that. Yeah, yes, yes. The Panathinaikos have scored three against Villa, and they've all come in the last three appearances. I have no memory of those games. No memory. One of them was a four. Was it the four-one at Villa Park? I think he got one there. Um, (laughs) I've no memory of us losing. Oh no, I do remember that was because we have so many managers in the last year. Yeah, like the last year or two. That was Dean Smith, wasn't it? When he dropped when he dropped Mings. Okay, I remember that one. I remember that one yeah. now. You've been you've been lied to me and jog, jogged my memory. I've got, usually got a good memory as well, but I, I just don't yeah. remember that at all. But he's not really been in in the team for West Ham this season, so hopefully he just he just won't play. Yeah, they'll put him in. Opponent. They'll put him in for tomorrow on Sunday, won't they? Just to uh, just to score and then go off again. Oh, okay, interesting. But yeah, a few players have had have had good days against Villa over the years. You do feel like we are many teams' favourite team. To, sorry, many players' favourite team to play against over the years. I've always thought it, and doing this show validates that that opinion over the years. Let's finish then with peak Villa. Let's see what Adam puts up on the screen. So Aston Villa are winless in their last nine Premier League games against West Ham, drawing three and losing six. The last time Villa beat West Ham was a 1-0 win in May 2015. And there's a picture of Tom Cleverley, that Villa legend, celebrating. And I was under Tim Sherwood when we were, on, we were on a decent run at the time. I think we might have won three or four in a row then, and, and then it all came crashing down. But that's a long time to be without a win against West Ham, though. Yeah, so Villa have never won at the London Stadium. Um, yep. Uh, so, we lost, uh, so we lost six of our last eight against West Ham, um, as many as we had in our previous 35. So as our record before this... Um, as a terrible run it was actually pretty decent we won 12 and drew 17 in the previous 35 um, uh, the last Villa player to score a winning goal uh, for Aston Villa against uh, uh, West Ham was Tom Cleverley in 2015 and then the last Villa player to score a winning Premier League goal away against West Ham Gabby Gabby in 2011 yes. uh, a 90th minute winner and I was there in that stadium for that I was in the away end for one, uh, one of my I think I've been to five away games and that was one of them. It was superb. Yeah, Gabby, good header at the end of the game and Brashley Young going absolutely mad with the celebrations yeah. in, in front of the Villa fans. It was his cross that Gabby headed home. That's been too long without a Villa player scoring a, scoring a winning goal against West Ham away. I was there. You, you were there the last time we would. I was there at Upton Park the season before when we lost in the last minute. I think it might have been someone called Zavon Hines. It was either Zavon Hines or Junior Stanislas. Curled a, a light, a light winner in against Villa, and we, we lost two one in the, in the in the last minute in, in stoppage time. I was absolutely devastated. But of course, I think that was the last time I would have gone to, to, to Upton Park actually because they would have moved moved away. And not not mm-hmm. oh no, I was there when we lost one nil in Paul Lambert's mm-hmm. first game as well. Yeah, I've been to Upton Park and been to West Ham a few times. We've not got a good record there at all. Nine without a win against a team that's largely been a run of the mill side in the Premier League. West Ham. It's not, 
not great at that, but you're confident that we're going to put it right on on Sunday? I, I've got to say, I've got a, a decent feeling this Sunday, which is probably a, a bad thing. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't put it in here, but David Moyes has also got a really good record against Villa. Um, Perfect. So that's also another bonus. But I think... Uh, we got away from home, haven't we? Uh, well, yeah. Doing Emery, we've been good away from home, so hopefully that continues. Um, and yeah, we'll see. I'll be doing a watch along for that, so um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we. I mean, we're top of the away form league since Emery came in. Joint top with Arsenal, True. I believe. Let's have a look at what people are people are saying in, in the chat. Be happy. Thinks a Villa three-one win will make me very happy. I mean, any kind of win will make me happy. To, to be honest, you can't be having Tom Cleverley as the last person to score a winner against West Ham. That's, that's absolutely disgusting. Rory Ingalls says one of those games was his first ever Villa game. Not sure which one, but West mm-hmm. Ham away was his first Villa game. A man called Chris Dolan says, Deck Rice, always world-class about against Villa, and these West Ham games over the last three or four seasons do not make pleasant reading. Don't worry about flashing them up on the screen, Adam. Don't worry. You have a, you, you, you chill out. You relax, mate. You, you, you've earned the rest. That'll do us, I think, Stato. Thanks ever so much for joining me. I'm glad you're back from holiday. And we'll be back next week for another ABFC Stato show as Villa Preview Bournemouth. As Villa Preview Bournemouth? As Villa Play <laughs> Bournemouth, sorry. I'll be back tomorrow. Oh, not my mic over. having an absolute nightmare here. I'll be back at four o'clock tomorrow for the normal preview show. For this game, I'm joined by Sky Sports News's Dave Reed. He's coming on with me to have a chat about Villa. Work with him in August and in January at Sky Sports News. Loves the Villa, loves talking about Villa. Looking forward to having him on. That'll be a treat for us all. A really good guy, Dave Reed. So, yes, Stato, thank you very much. Adam, thank you very much. Only one thing left to say up the Villa. Up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.